If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of John, chapter 3. Hey, Kevin, can you turn that mic down? I think we're getting some feedback, please. John chapter 3. Still nothing. Okay. Next Saturday is Christmas. The time of giving and receiving of gifts, or at least that's what many people believe. See, Christmas, in a way, has lost all of its meaning. It's become commercialized. Christmas is about a gift, and it's about a gift that was given to us, but it's about the gift that God has given Christmas is about Jesus Christ, the gift of life and the gift of light that comes through the Son of God. If you would, open your, again, open your Bibles to John 3, and we'll be looking at verses 16 through 18. It's written, For God so loveth the world that he hath given his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world that he should condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth in him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of that only begotten Son of God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for this day that you have given us. I thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Just illuminate your word for us, Lord, and just help us just to take what we learn today and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I also just pray for those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just pray that you would be with each one. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today, and if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, I just pray, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts today and let salvation come into their home. And Lord, I also just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in these verses, we see part of Christ's conversation with Nicodemus. If you look back in John chapter 3, Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews, had come to Jesus by night and he wanted to speak with Jesus. Now, this is just part of the conversation that he has with Jesus Christ. And it is in this conversation that he has with Christ that we have the greatest statement on God's love. And we also have the greatest statement on the gift that God has given us. When you think about it, just to do an aside here, when you think about it, and you think about gifts, a gift is 
all about love, isn't it? When you give a gift to someone, we shouldn't be giving gifts out of obligation. If you feel obligated to give a gift to someone, that's really not done out of love. It's done because it's a burden. A gift is about, is about love. A true gift is given out of love. A desire to make someone else happy. A desire to better the life of someone else. That's why we give gifts. Now, we see this desire, a desire to better someone else, in God's gift. God gave us Jesus Christ to better us. He gave this gift out of love to make our life better. Now look at what Jesus says in John 3.16. The first thing he says, For God so loveth the world that he hath given his only begotten Son. He gave us his Son. But when we look in the Scriptures, we see that when God gave us this gift, it was no ordinary gift. We can see this by the way Jesus came into the world. Look over at Luke chapter 2. And what we're going to see in Luke 2 is how extraordinary this gift was. Look at Luke chapter 2 verses 6 through 20. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her first begotten son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a cratch, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch by the night over their flock. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were sore afraid. Then the angel said unto them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy that shall be to all the people." That is, that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. Ye shall find the babe swaddled and laid in a crouch. And straightway there was with the angels multitudes of heavenly soldiers praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the high heavens, and peace in earth and toward men goodwill. And it came to pass when the angels were gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said one to another, Let us go then unto Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord hath showed to us. So they came with haste and found both Mary and Joseph and the babe laid in the crouch. And when they had seen it, they published abroad the thing that was told of them of that child. And all that heard it wondered at the things which were told them of the shepherds. But Mary kept all these sayings and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it was spoken unto them. So when we look at the gift that God has given us, this gift was given in a special way. The Son of God 
the king of all the universe, the creator of all things, was born to the Virgin Mary. His birth was announced by the angel of the Lord. Then we see the multitudes of heavenly hosts praising God because this gift has been given to us. And then Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was worshipped by shepherds. Shepherds coming to worship the Lamb. God gave us a special gift. A gift of His love. A gift that we need. Because look at what Jesus says in the rest of John 3.16 that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So not only did God give us the gift of his son, he also gave us a gift within a gift. God gave us the gift of his son but he also gives us the gift of eternal life through his son. The gift within a gift. But why did God give us his son? Think about that. Why did God do it? Why did Jesus come? He came for one purpose. He came to save us from our sins. He didn't come to lead a rebellion against Rome like some of these liberal theologians would say. He didn't come to take up some special social cause, like some of them would say. He came for one purpose, and one purpose only. He came to die. That's why he came. That's why God gave him to us. And we see this if you turn back all the way to Isaiah 53, and we're not going to read it, But if you turn all the way back to Isaiah 53, Isaiah said 700 years before Christ was born that Christ came to die. He came to die. We even see it in the words of Jesus Christ. If you look back at verse 14 of chapter 3 of John, he says, as the Son of God is lifted up, you know, like Moses lifted up the the bronze serpent in the desert, The Son of God had to be lifted up to save people from their sins. A reference to his crucifixion. Jesus was given to us by God so that he could die. Die for us. He died in our place. Why? Because death is the penalty of sin. As Paul writes in the book of Romans, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ came to die. To die in our place. So Jesus, the Son of God, the Lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice for our sins, because He is the Son of God, came to die. What's the true meaning of Christmas? 
It ends at the cross. It ends at the cross. The gift that God gave us of his son ends at the cross with the son of God crucified. And then to prove that he was the son of God and to prove all of his promises, he rose on the third day and ascended back up into heaven. The perfect sacrifice came to die for our sins and it is through his death that we have life. The gift of God is life. Not only is it love, it's life. Look at what Jesus says in verse 17. For God sent not his Son into the world that he should condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He came to die in our place. But he came to save. This is the gift of God's love. And what truly makes this gift of God's love so special. What truly makes him giving us Jesus Christ so special is that we did not deserve that gift. We didn't deserve this gift of God's love. We don't even deserve God's love. We're rebellious. We're sinful. Not only that, look at what Paul writes in Romans 5.10. For if we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Sin makes us an enemy of God. An enemy of God. Do you want to give a gift to your enemy? Think about that. How many people in here wants to give a gift to their enemy? You don't have to raise your hands. But think about it. Who wants to give a gift to their enemy? No one. Why? Because they are our enemy. They don't like us. But think about something. When we were God's enemies in open rebellion against him because of sin, God gave us his son as a gift. His son as a gift. Why? Because true love breaks down the wall of hate. That's why. While we were sinful, rebellious, and cursed on this cursed planet, God in his love, in his grace, loved us so much that even when we were his enemies, 
because of sin. He gave us his only begotten eternal son. And he sent him to die. Knowing what type of death he was going to face. We see it in Isaiah. 700 years before Christ was born. He knew what type of death he was going to die. The death on the cross. The most painful way of punishment ever developed by man. Why? Because it takes days to die on the cross. Days while you're nailed there. So here Jesus was spit upon, scourged, beaten, mocked, hit with fists, humiliated, nailed to this cross, dying for us. But God setteth out his love towards us, seeing that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 In his love, God sent his son. He gave us this gift in his love. Gave a gift to his enemies. Enemies already condemned to hell. Think about that. The punishment is already known. The punishment has already been passed down. The judgment of God is just to show us whenever those laws stand before God in judgment, it's to show them that they could not get to heaven on their own merits. The punishment is already given. People are already condemned. The punishment was known. The wage of sin is death. But God in his love gave his son to die for us even though we were already condemned. Look at what Christ says in John 3.18. He that believeth in him is not condemned. Whoever believes in Christ is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Already condemned. Because of sin. And because they reject Christ. Knowing what God has done. Condemned because he hath not believed in the name of that only begotten son of God. So what does this mean? It means God has given us a gift. And this is the, this is the true meaning of Christmas right here. God has given us this gift, a love gift, the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. Sin made us enemies of God, yet to save us from our sins. To save us from sin and its penalty of death and eternal punishment in hell, God sent his son to die for us, shedding his blood, Becoming 
the sacrifice for sin. And you know what? God didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do this. But he did. Even when we were enemies, he did this. He gave us this gift because he loves us. God in his love gave us his son. All we must do to escape condemnation, to escape the punishment of sin, to escape the wage of sin, to be free from this burden of sin, is believe. Believe on Jesus Christ. Admit that we're sinful. Admit that we need a Savior. Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Believe that He died on the cross for our sins. Believe that He rose the third day. Believe in Him and confess our sins and confess Him as Lord and Savior. Repenting of our sins, turning from sin and turning to Jesus Christ. That's what we must do. Believe. Why did God give us this gift of His Son? Why did Jesus come? Why was He born? To die. To die for us. To die in our place. And God gave Him out of love so that we would not have to face punishment in hell. But to have this gift, we must believe on Jesus Christ. Again, Bethlehem's manger led to a Roman cross. Christmas is a time of joy. It's a time of giving, a time of love. But while we're out, during this time of Christmas, we must remember what it's about. And it's about the Son of God. The love of God and the gift that God has given us through His love. Because He gave us the gift of life eternal life through Jesus Christ to all who believe on him. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. And I thank you for your gift, the gift of your son. And Lord, I just pray, again, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts today. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.